Hi, I'm Jolene Beyer from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I'm a Hope Writer. Welcome to the Hope Writer Podcast. And here's Facebook expert Amanda Bond. Go find where those people are already hanging out. Go find the groups that they're a part of. Go find the Instagram profiles they follow. Go find the blogs that they are reading and start to converse with them, right? Like start to join in on the conversation. They, that she's talking about, are the people you want to reach with your writing. And the beginning of reaching them is looking and finding where they are. One of the ways that you may want to reach them is with Facebook. Maybe you're already doing that or trying to, but you wonder, am I doing it right? How do I know? How do I know what's working? Should I boost my posts? Is that worth it? What about ads? I keep hearing stories of people really growing their audience using ads, but how do you do that? And when? And what's the best way to do that? And do I need a writer page, an author page? How the heck does a writer use Facebook? Well, we're going to answer those questions and find out exactly what a writer should do before you run Facebook ads on this episode of the Hope Writer Podcast. Welcome to the Hope Writers Podcast, brought to you by Hope Writers, an online membership community for writers dedicated to helping you write your meaningful words without sacrificing your meaningful life. I'm Emily P. Freeman. I'm one of the co-founders of Hope Writers. Yes, you can write and publish and market your work without becoming a self-promotee cartoon version of yourself. We help you maintain balance, share your work with confidence, develop your craft, and get help with the ins and outs of book publishing. Inside our private Hope Writer Facebook group, members make great writerly friends who understand all those doubts and questions that you have. It's the next best thing to having your own writing mentor. And every Tuesday, members get a live informal conversation with an expert writer, editor, marketer, or agent helping you make progress in your writing life. We call those interviews Tuesday Teaching, and while the entire interview is only for our members, each week we share a few minutes that were super helpful here on the Hope Writers Podcast. And that's coming up. Find out more at HopeWriters.com. Hi, I'm Bethany Spragans-Lutz, and I'm a Hope Writer. Did you know the writing path has six stages? It's easy to get frustrated when we jump ahead on the path and do things out of order. So, want to find your writing path stage? Hope Writers has created a short, fun quiz that you could take right now. You'll even get a tip or two for taking your next step. To get the quiz, just go to hopewriters.com slash quiz. Hi, I'm Gary Moreland, one of the co-founders of Hope Writers. You write, you use Facebook, you have a message in mind, maybe you have a book idea. You know publishers want a platform, meaning, you know, an audience that will buy your book. And of course, you want your book to sell. The publisher wants your book to sell. You want your book to sell. Or maybe you just want your message to spread, even if it's not a book. And you know there has to be people who would love your message somewhere out there in Facebook. So how do you use Facebook then as a writer? Do you boost posts? Do you buy ads? Maybe, but not yet. Amanda Bond is an expert 
on using Facebook and buying ads on Facebook. But like you already heard her say at the beginning of this episode, there are important basic things a writer should do first before you buy ads or boost posts. That's this episode. And then the next episode will guide us in how Facebook ads work so you can get results and don't waste your money. So what does a writer do first on Facebook before spending any money? Well, let's join Hope Writer co-founder Emily P. Freeman talking with Facebook expert Amanda Bond. Okay. Well, first off, I'm a big believer in doing things organically first. There's this big, um, I don't think moniker is the word, but like there's this big belief that Facebook ads are this magic formula that will just explode your influence and your audience and you'll become an internet millionaire overnight. I want to dispel that myth and say the results with Facebook ads are going to take time. Yeah. Me, I know to be true based on my experience, when you go and learn how to build an audience organically and organically meaning free and taking the time to understand what messages people are resonating with, engaging one-to-one and then taking those conversations and turning it into really relevant content. When you do that, you find out so much more about your target audience than if you just took a hundred bucks and guessed. Oh, you know, I think that maybe women between the ages of 35 to 50 who live in rural areas with an interest in uh, alligators, right? (laughs) That's a very strange book, but that could be. I want to make you keep doing those. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That could be your target audience. Who knows? Yeah. Um, But instead of just guessing that, when we go out there and we try and connect with people one-to-one, heart-to-heart and build an audience, we start to see patterns in their similarities And I'm sure you guys talk about this in Hope Writers. Like when you're writing to somebody, you're writing to a very particular archetype of a human being. That's right. Yes, absolutely. So with Facebook targeting, we can go to Facebook and they have data from so many people online and all of the actions that they're taking on Facebook and off Facebook because we're using the Facebook pixel as are millions of other businesses out there sending all that information back to Facebook. Now we as future advertisers can go and say, okay, my book is that woman between the age of 35 to 50 who lives in rural America, who likes alligators. We can just go into Facebook and say, let's target people between the ages of 35 and 50. Let's target people who live in this specific area. Let's target people with an interest in alligators or bears or like whatever, whatever it is. It sounds like a crazy thing that we're going to be able to find other people with those interests. It blows my mind how much Facebook has evolved over the years to understand us as users And they then take that data and make it accessible for us as advertisers now. So if I am, let's just pretend that I'm a writer who has a book about alligators, but I've never run a Facebook ad in my whole life, but I do have a Facebook. Now here's one question. I have a Facebook page or profile. And that's one thing I guess people have wondered is, is it important which one that you have? And what, how do you know? Like, that's kind of, I guess you could answer that now. Yeah. So my scenario here. 
finish your scenario and then I will, because that one just like, there's a little nuance to that one. Okay. So we'll come back. So I have, let's say report. I'm a, let's say I have a, a profile cause you have to have one. Yep. Um, and then, but let's say I just created a Facebook page cause I'm going to write a book and I'm so excited. Yep. Um, and I'm thinking I would like to target some people. I want to get this in front of more people who are like the people who are already finding me, but, but I want to expand that reach. What would you say that I should do? What I alluded to before, I would say, go find where those people are already hanging out. Go find the groups that they're a part of. Go find the Instagram profiles they follow. Go find the blogs that they are reading and start to converse with them, right? Like start to join in on the conversation. I think you're talking like a human person. A human being. You'll be a human person with other human people. <laughs> exactly. A non-scalable, there's no cost involved to giving Facebook your money at this point. Yeah. It's pure discovery. It's finding where your ideal audience who is just going to eat up whatever you write is online. Yes. Right? Like, and so right. many people want to go straight into that magic point of, hey, if I just give Facebook $10, they'll give me results. Yes. Yes. Preach it. The challenge becomes like, if we don't go through the organic process of connecting human to human with those people online, finding the groups, listening to what they're saying, how they're saying it, the questions they're asking, the vernacular they're using to describe specific things. One, it's going to make us better writers because we're going to now resonate with that audience more. And how that transitions into Facebook ads is like, if you write a better book that resonates with your audience deeper, that means you'll write better Facebook posts right? and those people will resonate with them deeper. So you'll get more engagement, right? So it's like one, you'll find that out. And two, once you then start to sell a book or add in a program or start to build an email list, Every single thing that you're doing organically will help you build a stronger sales process down the line. Because, I mean, literally, when you have those one to one conversations and you listen to the audience, when you listen to the people that you are trying to resonate with, they'll give you the answers. It's almost like, right? It's almost like taking a test in school, right? Like, taking a test in school, well, your audience is there. They want you to succeed. They want you to write the best content to entertain them, inspire them, educate them. And so if we connect with people and have conversations one-to-one on Facebook, on Instagram, finding the different blogs that they write for, and then we start doing all of those organic things, once we want to then grow that audience, we have an idea, a better idea of who they are, And then how we can pay Facebook to get in front of more people exactly like those that we've identified. Okay. I'm going to pause you there because everything you just said is golden. It's words said and then dipped in gold and then delivered on a silver platter. Because everything you said is stuff that we talk about in Hope. Yes. From like stage one, our stage one writers who are starting out and building their craft and learning how to have a diligent writing practice to our stage two writers who are there to serve their reader and connect. And then now um, Amanda and Amanda Bond is talking about moving into that stage three entrepreneurial stage, which is because we believe every writer is an entrepreneur. Yep. Um, if you're going to write to sell a book that you want to encourage people with, 
you're an entrepreneur. You got to learn some of those business things. And so this is kind of what we're getting into. But this is just to say, um, all that work that you've done, all that pre-work is setting you up for success for everything else that you do, right? So much so. And results will take time no matter what business model you choose, no matter what marketing vehicle. It's going to take time to do it right. The beauty is not all of your competitors are out there doing these steps. They're just trying to shortcut it. They're trying to go straight to the Facebook ad magic. And then they're wasting money. They're wasting time. They're not getting results. And here you are doing that diligent practice, connecting with people, knowing your audience even more. Over time, that's going to compound. And then we can start using tools like ads to really explode that influence to the next level as well. Yes. So what we need to do is realize like, if you go to my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the ad strategist, I talk like a normal human being. I I curse sometimes. I'm not going to curse on the live stream here today, but (laughs) I curse sometimes. So if you come over to my Facebook page, I will still show that personality as, you know, that will come through in my writing, like if we were sitting and having a face-to-face conversation. So just because it's a business Instagram profile or a Facebook business page doesn't mean you need to get all corporate Dan and <laughs> and start writing differently. You can let your personality shine through. And when you do, that's going to be more engaging. When your content is more engaging, you're going to start getting more results like email subscribers and sales. And when you get more email subscribers and sales, that's when it's going to be a no-brainer to start running Facebook ads even earlier. So good. I love all these words that you're saying. They're so good. And it's so supportive of going back around to that, starting out all the skills that we build as writers. All the time. Always going, they're never a waste of time because they're going to feed into all the other things that we're doing. And that's marketing. Writing good copy is is really, we call it copy, but it's just saying words like a human person. That's what it means to write good copy, right? Yeah. I'd love to share like my own process with posting to my Facebook page. Yes, ma'am. It used to take me three full days to write an engaging Facebook post. Not not like eight-hour days, but it took three separate events over three days. So day one, I would open up Facebook and I would start to craft my story and I would just let it flow. And you know how sometimes you're like, oh, that doesn't belong here. Maybe down here. So you, you keep going in like a different direction up here and then it loops back and you're like, this is kind of a a cluster. It's fine. (laughs) Just leave it. (laughs) So I would leave Facebook open, my Facebook page open until the next day when I would come back with a fresh pair of eyes. And I would say, okay, let's like go through this and just really see how I can change the copy, how I can make it more engaging, how I can just be a better writer here. And then on day three, I would go back and do the final edit. On day three, I would press post to my Facebook business page. And once it's posted, for some reason, when you try and edit it before the post, you always miss something. Always. Like it's always. There's 100%. never, a, yes. never a full, like perfect time. It's as soon as you hit post and it's out in the world, you're like, oh, there it is. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so I then go and soon as soon as it's posted to the world, I'll edit it one more time and just like make it this final polished version. Well, sometimes the post is a giant hit and it took time and it took effort and it took, you know, just manual labor to go and get the 
get to a place where our audience engages with our content. Like it took a few years to get to really that point of payoff. Right. And so sometimes it'll just hit like wildfire and the, the engagement explodes, likes, comments, and shares out the wazoo. And then other times my Facebook posts, and this could apply to Instagram, are crickets. Mm-hmm. Nobody responds. And so as a writer myself, I do a lot of conversion, like copywriting. I will say, okay, listen, my audience isn't resonating with this message. And as writers, we write with the intent in marketing to inspire people to take an action. If they're not taking that action, that piece of writing is not working for social media. So instead of feeling like, oh, shoot, it wasn't a success. What I do is I copy and paste the whole thing and delete it. So I actually take it off my Facebook page that day. And tomorrow I'll go back with fresh eyes. There'll be something that I just missed that will become apparent the next day. I'll restructure it, post it again. It takes off like wildfire. Really? So I want to like let people know that the ads, right? The content, the copy that turn into the best ads are not somebody in ads manager just like gearing up and being like, oh, what should I write now? And like seven <laughs> right. minutes later, yes. they're like, oh, right. I have a high converting right. ad. Right. Process. And yeah. for me, it's taken, it's taken years to cultivate it, which is a super motivational thing to think about because I mean, the people who aren't putting in the work, your competitors out there who aren't doing what you do to go through these foundational processes, they're not going to have the same success that you're going to have a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, as a writer who is learning more of the entrepreneurial side of the equation. So just hopefully that's a little bit motivational to like really know that learning Facebook ads doesn't have to be an overnight thing. And it can be a journey that we enjoy along the way as well. I have a question for you. When you said you take it down, um, number one, how do you judge if it's working or not? Is it just based on what you know in your business is a good engaged post? So on your Facebook page, there's a little tab called insights that us as page owners can see. I'll go to my insights once the post is live. And I will look at what's called my engagement rate. So what your engagement rate is, the number of people who like, comment, shared, clicked, like took all the actions divided by the total number of people that saw the post. So if 10 people engaged and 100 people saw it, or 10 divided by 100 is 10% of people engaged Mm -hmm. with that post. So for us... I always say compete with yourself. For us, we can now get pretty consistently between 10 and 30% engagement rate. So if I post something and the first like 200 impressions of it only has a 3% engagement rate, that's lower than what we typically get on the page. Okay. For you, you might have a brand new page and your engagement rate could start at 1%. Well, 1% is where you're at now. So just play the game of trying to beat yourself every single time. Uh And then you'll slowly creep that engagement percentage up. Like it took me, it took me probably a strong two years to get to the place where I know that we can have over 30% engagement on like, uh, probably 5% of our posts. Right. But that was like, a uh, we took a long time. Right. A, A quick side thing to also note about this. 
when you post socially on Facebook and on Instagram, and then in the future, turn that into content that you amplify with Facebook posts, it can also help your creative process and your writing process because it's almost a a feedback loop that you are creating with your audience. If you write something or are toying with an idea and you're like, okay, I'm going to go take it and put it on the medium of Facebook and see how people respond to this idea that I'm working with, right? Mm -hmm. It's just maybe a small snippet. Maybe it's could be a blog post length. It could be 500 words that you turn into a text-based post. Well, if there's crickets on Facebook, when usually your audience is engaged, that's a great indicator that hmm, maybe they're like, maybe it's not heading the way that I want to as a creative, right? Yeah, so right. you get the opportunity to reiterate and, and change and develop it more. Uh-huh. It's a process. We don't just throw money at Facebook. First, we work on our message and on finding the audience that wants that message, and we learn a process for knowing what that audience likes and doesn't like. Then we can spend money on ads and actually get results. And that's the next episode of the Hope Writer Podcast, Facebook for Writers, How Ads Work. That's episode 48, when we talk more with Amanda Bond. You can find more from Amanda at theadstrategist.com. That's theadstrategist.com. That's online and on Facebook. She'll help you avoid being overwhelmed thinking about Facebook ads. If this episode was helpful to you, just imagine how helpful the entire hour-long interview would be. Every week inside Hope Writers Membership, there's a new one-hour Tuesday Teacher episode, and they all end up archived inside the Hope Writer Member Library. And by the way, Hope Writers is not just for someone who wants to write a book. Hope Writers is here to help you make progress getting your words out to a reader. Could be a blog, could be articles, or maybe you like writing on Instagram and Facebook, or it could be a book. If you want to be serious about your words and your reader, we're here for you. And did you know the working writer's journey has six stages? To see where you are in the journey, take the fun quiz at hopewriters.com slash quiz. And for writing tips and encouragement every day, we'd love to connect with you on our public Facebook page at Hope Writers Community and on Instagram at Hope Writers. And here are some final words of hope from author Robert Louis Stevenson. I kept always two books in my pocket, one to read, one to write in. Thanks for listening.